Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, April 5th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. The first murder trial in Multnomah County in more than two years started Monday, with prosecutors making the case that an Oregon romance novelist shot her husband in cold blood while defense attorneys called the case circumstantial. Nancy Crampton Brophy has been in custody since September 5, 2018 on a single murder charge for the fatal shooting of her husband, Chef Daniel Brophy. Brophy was found dead at his workplace, the Oregon Culinary Institute, on June 2nd of that year. He was alone and the office had no cameras. Prosecutors allege Crampton Brophy, a novelist, was motivated by money, including a $1.4 million insurance policy. Prosecutors said she executed the perfect plan shooting and killing her husband in cold blood. Crampton Brophy's attorney said that her client's finances deteriorated after her husband's death and that she wasn't listed on the deed of their home and had nothing to gain from the killing. They said she was a loving wife who was very much in love with her husband. Crampton Brophy is expected to take the stand in her own trial. A woman was shot and killed in downtown Portland Monday evening in what would be the 26th slaying of the year. That would put Portland on pace to eclipse last year's death toll, which was the highest in city history. The homicide appeared to occur near Portland State's campus at Southwest College and 6th Avenue at 1 a.m. Police released no other information about the circumstances that led to the shooting. Nader Makbul, who owns Mock's Mini Mart, said he got a call from his alarm company around the time of the shooting. The store was closed, he said, but apparently the shooting, which happened near the front steps of his business, had set off a sensor inside. Police said another shooting downtown near 6th and Gleason in northwest Portland left a 14-year-old boy with an injury to his leg that required a tourniquet on Saturday around 12.30 p.m. The victim was expected to survive, according to police. Makbul, who's been in business near PSU since 1988, said he's seen a dramatic increase in crime recently. Quote, for years there was almost nothing at all, not even a broken window and a car in the parking lot, Makbul said. I've never seen anything like this until two years ago. Nike co-founder and big political donor Phil Knight gave another $750,000 to independent gubernatorial candidate Betsy Johnson's campaign. Knight had already given $250,000 to Johnson's campaign, so his latest gift on Friday brings his total spending to $1 million, according to state campaign finance records. Oregon is one of five states in the nation with no limits on how much money candidates can accept from donors, and Knight has spent huge sums on Oregon candidates in previous years. Johnson was a longtime moderate Democratic state lawmaker who often voted with her Republican colleagues on key issues. For example, she was one of a few Senate Democrats who opposed a greenhouse gas cap-and-trade plan that died in 2020 amid Republican walkouts. It appears HBO and History Channel films weren't enough. If you're one of those people who can't get enough about the speculation surrounding D.B. Cooper, you're in luck. Another movie, quote, I Am D.B. Cooper, premieres April 16th at the Seattle International Film Festival. Tickets are on sale now. D.B. Cooper was, of course, the name popularly associated with the real-life skyjacker who disappeared 50 years ago after jumping out of a Boeing 727 over the Pacific Northwest. His real name is unknown. The FBI finally abandoned the case in 2016 after digging into hundreds of suspects. For more stories about quirky Northwest stuff like D.B. Cooper, head to hereisoregon.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com slash pod support.